Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout episode 39 for May the 4th. Be with you. Uh, my name is oh, Marty that's still Sleva. a thing people do, I guess, right? I mean, they released an Obi-Wan trailer this morning, so that was sort of like, uh, that was a little exciting. Uh, my name is Marty Sleva, and as always, I'm joined by Casey Wosu, uh, and with Nick Calandra gallivanting around the fjords of Iceland, uh, we are so happy to be joined by our pal and yours, Jack Packard. Hey, Jack, how's it going? It's true. Hey. I'm a pal, and I'm here. I'm yeah. I'm at least half a Nick Calandra. You are, yeah. So you don't I'll have say. a hat, but... <laughs> And you, you don't have, have a dog in your background. But, but I think most of the cast here have glasses, right. so I guess that doesn't really count. That is true. Not I don't have a hat. I don't have a ba- I I do not own a baseball cap. No. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like most people don't. Like, Casey, do you have a baseball hat? I used to have several. Yeah. And then I, in mass, got rid of them all. <laughs> was, there like an inc- was it an incident? <laughs> uh, no, it was like, it was a very, for some reason, there was a very short window of time in college where a fitted baseball hat looked good on me yeah. because at all points before that and then at all points after that, it, it stopped. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> I think my, my thing was at a certain age, my head, I just got a really big head, like literally a big head, not like an ego, just like a large cranium. And I just look like weird in hats. And I feel like I look weird in winter hats, which sucks because like you need them in Wisconsin, like it gets cold. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's yeah, like uh, I do. I felt like I looked weird in hats, except for like two years of college time. Yeah, where I didn't. Were you ever a hat guy, Jack? I can see you doing like a little newsy hat. Like, I, uh, I tried. Brand, by the way, I rimmed Irish cabby like that cabby yeah. hat. Uh, like in high school, I tried a lot of looks, and the cabby hat was one of them. Something you should know about me in high school is uh, it was very important that people liked me, and I thought the the best way for them uh, to like me was to always have gags and bits. And so I literally had a trench coat. It was like a a big green trench coat that I sewed extra large pockets into that had like toys and props. So that at any moment I could whip out like a rubber chicken and go, whoa, and I wore a cabbie hat and a green trench coat because I was the coolest kid in high school. I'm, you sound really cool. I'm picturing like the Ninja Turtles when they try to like hang out in New York City and like try to blend in. And it's just them wearing like a trench coat and a hat. And it's like, well, you still look like a freakish, like reptilian amphibious monster. I'm just wondering, like, did teachers not like confiscate your rubber chickens and stuff? Uh, well. No, no, because I mean, one, this was this was pre, you know, this was pre, you know, Matrix and Columbine and all the. I was like, going to say, where did this fall on that spectrum? Yeah. yeah, this was pre trench coat mafia kind of situation, mm-hmm. and so like, no, like they, I mean, they, I think they were, they felt sorry for me first of all. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> They're just like that damn kid is trying so hard. Yeah. <laughs> the, the whole prop thing is like really messing with me. Like the idea of just carrying around like little proppies. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. No. Like, like yo-yos and like a deck of cards so I could like do a card trick or like uh, like a like like little like just any sort of weird thing that I could make a joke out of that way people mm. would like me it did not work no yeah but it turns out if you just have a good personality maybe people will like you and it, it worked yeah, out look, well for look you. at you now Jack yeah laughing laughing in those kids faces, yeah. I, I bet <laughs> oh <laughs> No, I think they were very right. Not to just to say, hey, you got to settle down a little bit. Yeah. Well, hey, bro, chill. All right. Yeah. You don't have to do all this to sit with us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we, you can just sit here. Like, well, we'll, we'll take you here. Um, and that's the lesson. That's the lesson. It's just, it's yeah. okay just to sit. 
and uh, and and look at you now, the host of uh, Adventures Nigh, the world's number one D and D podcast. Haven't looked up the numbers, but I assume it's bigger than Critical it's, Role now. It's right. not, not only is it the number one, it's the only D and D podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is a completely original idea to we broadcast. Get there. You're welcome. <laughs> I also have not Googled D and D podcast before. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about, um, you know, with Adventures Nigh, uh, season two debuting last weekend for uh, members and this weekend for the public. Uh, we thought it'd be fun to have you on to, you know, chat a little bit about that, about, uh, you know, and obviously with Casey as a, as a, as a as cast member. Is that the right term? A player? Yeah. Player. Yeah. Casey. Yeah. Like both. I both feel like it's both. both yeah. I feel like you're a player play in the moment, out. but then in hindsight, you're a cast member to the audience. You're a cast member. Venture. That's the strange thing about like a, a recorded and edited D and D game, right? Is like you do have to kind of be both. Like you have to play, but then you mm-hmm. also have to think about it as a performance because it is a performance. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It was uh, yeah. It was funny. I was talking to Yahtzee about it on uh, Monday, I think, before or after it's like something else, and he was talking about how much fun he has rewatching the episodes because in the moment he like forgets all of the like the goofs and like sort of what is actually going on in the moment of recording and then going back and watching it, you know, I don't know, months. I don't, when did you guys record episode one? Oh, that first episode was definitely like a month ago, at least. More and more than that. Like, we just recorded episode seven, I want to say. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Yesterday. So, yeah, it's been a, a hefty long time since we recorded that first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and who, and, and I don't know, if you guys are like me, like I, especially when I'm streaming or doing things for work, I tend to like immediately empty my recycling bin. Like the second I'm done with the stream, I'm like, well, I forgot everything. And then I'll like say something again and be like, oh yeah, I guess that was something we literally talked about on a video a week ago, but I just have no memory of it whatsoever. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about, uh, we'll talk about Adventures Nigh. Uh, I wanted to give uh, my thoughts on uh, the the Square Enix news that they are fire sailing their Western studios um, and, mm-hmm. and my theory behind that. And then uh, we'll talk about what we've been playing and watching, which um, according to our document, uh, Jack has been playing uh, Elden Ring, Elden Ring and Elden Ring, also some Elden Ring, but also we have Moon Knight on there. So look at that. All of us have been watching a little Moon Knight. Hey, yeah. the finale is today or it's, it's like it, out already. it is out. I watched it this morning. Okay. There won't be any spoilers from today. I've not watched the last one yet. There won't be any spoilers from today's, but we could just talk general sort of Moon Knight, especially like sort of, current thoughts on the mcu leading into obviously dr strange is coming this weekend so that's a i'll be a big movie i like that weird i like that weird little doctor yeah some folks will probably go see it uh i think a few will um but yeah and of course uh will we already see your super chat in here thank you so much uh will will uh uh, gather up all of your super chats and we'll answer them i don't know i don't do we how do we like the format of doing it at the end or doing it during the show because i feel like at the end sometimes it gets weird because someone will just be like it's something that's a reaction past, to a goof right? from 45 minutes ago. And I mean, then we'll read we can like probably get away with it because we don't like this show doesn't get as many super chats as something like slightly something else. So, you know yeah. what? Nick's not here. So F it. Yeah. Let's just. <laughs> yeah. But even like slightly something else is always tough because like someone will bring up a game in their super chat later on in the conversation. We'll bring up that game and then we'll have to revisit the super chat. Mm-hmm. And then Yahtzee's going to be all prickly, and he'll be like, we talked about that chat. <laughs> and, and I feel bad, because the person didn't know in the moment. That sounded like Yahtzee, right? 
One, yeah. I, it was like it was like Yahtzee was right in the room with us. Yeah, <laughs> he does the finger thing. He calls people chat. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, hey uh, we're making a video game. Yahtzee. That's what Yahtzee sounds like when he has unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks at your neighborhood Olive Garden. Um, uh, but so no, hey, I, guys, get your super chats in. And we'll yeah. read them as they come in. Yeah. So make them extra relevant this time. Yeah, there you, you know. Dang. Uh, that's, that's what I'll say. I wanted to ask you guys uh, 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 the gap between season one and season two of uh, Adventurers and I. Do you feel like like Jack as the the creator and, and DM? Do you feel like you learn things from the like retrospective of season one that you brought into season two? Or do you feel like you're, you're continuing on the same kind of uh, uh, through line that you've had since the beginning? Uh, continuing on the same kind of through line. No, I'm, I am making it up moment to moment. Every okay. single episode. I like, I have a general idea of where the players are going, but already I have had to pivot like my main idea for season two because of all the goofs, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. You know, like it's, it's all about, I, I, I wrote an article. I wrote words in an article on The Escapist. Um, it was something I do not do and I do not do easily. Yeah. Uh, again, thanks to John for being able to carb, carve my words into real sentences. Um, but, it, you know, so it's all about that active listening and just like, what do my players want? Um, we uh, yesterday, yesterday at our recording for episode seven, not only... Uh, did the players have a battle, but they actually finished the battle without talking their way out of it. It was amazing. And that was like a first. <laughs> that was the first time they've ever yeah, done tend to finagle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, usually they'll talk their way out of it. But um, so the question is, I um, see I've forgotten the question already because I started. Talking. Uh, no, just more of like, do you think like, did you learn anything through the first season that you feel like you uh, kind of brought with you? into the second season or do you feel like you, you if looking back in the first season were you able to take that you know how like when someone makes a sequel to a game or something they'll mm-hmm. be like okay so we looked back at the first one and we saw oh we weren't super happy with x y and z so we'll fix it in the sequel like do you think you've like quote unquote fixed anything in season two uh i feel like i've for me i've done a lot of the lore work for for season two more so in in season one i was making up backstory on the fly and jesse really likes to get into the nitty-gritty of not Mm -hmm. only like the lore backstory but also like hey why are you doing the thing that you're currently doing which is a very appropriate question for anybody, especially if they're doing something weird. And so I now spend a lot of my time just figuring out like this character exists. I want them to run into a goofy. I'm going to make up a monster right now, a foot, a foot uh, monster. It's a monster mm-hmm. shaped like a human foot. And his name is Tobel. Uh, Tobel corpse smeller. And uh, Torval, uh, the the monster shaped like a human foot, they run into him and they're talking to Torval and he's like, hey, what's going on? And he's got like a little toe that's like, hey, me. why is he there and like what purpose does he serve? Because I know one, Mortimer's going to want to try to have sex with him. And two, Jess is going <laughs> to ask me all sorts of questions about yeah. him uh, and Sigmar will be annoyed by him. So it'll yeah. be great. And and Amy will want to be friends with him. And Amy will yes. want to be friends with him. And yeah. so it's like, what's your backstory? What's your thing? 
Uh, so yeah, I, that's what I've learned most is like backstory, 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 lore, all oh. sorts of lore that they may or may not get to later. So, uh, Casey, was this your first D and D campaign, or have have you done yeah. like in person D and D beforehand? No, never, never like a thing where I had a character and we were playing a game. Yeah, uh, I talked about this a little bit with Jesse on like I think a hidden gem stream, mm-hmm. but like I was in like a writing role playing group for a very short while where we were kind of just contributing to a Facebook group and like writing stories with characters. So like it was that sort of role playing mm-hmm. that I was using as like a, a writing exercise. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, all of them in that role playing group just wanted to have sex with each other. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, this isn't what I'm here for. Like just <laughs> you had to leave your keys at the Facebook door when you entered. You're right. Like, all their characters were just orgying all the time. I was like, this this isn't fun anymore. Uh, but so, yeah, this is a very different experience. <laughs> was it? uh <laughs> Was it like theme? Was it like based on anything? Because I, uh, um, no, it was. It was kind of like it was sort of like a a magical creature. Okay, um, it wasn't like based on a property type setting. It's not like you were part. Yeah, of like, yeah. It was. It was all original. Okay. My uh, so my like, my mm-hmm. first um not my first orgy experience. My first role playing <laughs> experience. Uh, it was back like uh, I was probably in like middle school or something, and it was in uh, I think a Yahoo chat room or Yahoo forum or something, and it was a Gundam Wing role playing. Wow! And so we would like we would uh, we would role play as a our favorite character from Gundam Wing, and I role played as the villain Zex Marquise. And um, then you would and, type, you would type in like what you were doing. Yeah, yeah, we would type in. We'd we'd have little stories. We would talk about. But it, it, the thing I remember is that it was role playing, but we just kept following the story of the anime, and so it was just us retelling the anime poorly because i mean i don't know if they were all middle schoolers but i was a middle schooler and i was a great storyteller so i, I can't imagine anyone older than a middle schooler would take part in this story. i hope it wasn't like <laughs> me as a character named zex marquise with a bunch of like 40 year olds that would have been very possible though yeah. very, very possible yeah and then when they were like oh what if all the gundam wing pilots had orgies and i was like "Ooh, okay, Wait, sir. <laughs> no no there was no there was very few orgies um, no Gundam on Gundam. Uh, no, <laughs> no Gundam on Gundam action. Um, uh, <laughs> it gives a new meaning to docking. No, don't Google that. What are you don't, doing? Don't Google that. Well, don't no, but Google I think that. that's where a lot of people start with role playing games is they they kind of like siphon from their favorite thing. Right. And they uh-huh. say, oh, you know, I really like. Um, the Lord of the Rings. So I want a grand adventure in which you end up killing, you know, the God of evil. That would be yeah. great. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I think like for middle schoolers, for younger role players, like they just want that. I, I want to be in my favorite anime. Like, and I yeah, think that's yeah. perfectly valid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we already have a, one of the super chats. I'm going to get to all of them. I'm, I'm sort of doing them out of order because uh, some of them pertain to the conversation. Uh, stick shift. Thank you so much with a ten dollar donation. Said, uh, which player do you think improved the most as a role player since the start of Adventures Nine? Like, I know Jesse has a lot of D anD D experience, right? Yes. Okay. Did Amy and Yahtzee? Uh, Yahtzee had a, a like a, a pinch, uh, but not anything he would consider like actual role playing. Just general knowledge. And then, yeah, Amy and Casey has have said this is their first role playing yeah. game. Amy from the get-go gets really into Dabarella. Like she yeah. makes choices that her character would make. Yeah. Um, Yahtzee is also very good at like making decisions that his character would, would make, but both Yahtzee and Jesse suffer from 
from knowing too much. They metagame a lot. And you can see mm. them like, ooh, I know what I want to do, but this is the bullshit I'm going to say so my character does what I know should happen. Yeah. So what I'm going to say is the player that has improved the most is KC. Is wow. KC Rosewood. Not just because I'm talking to you right now. I mean, it would help, though. Yeah. I'm thinking specifically <laughs> of when y'all when y'all get to episode five <laughs> uh, you're not there yet episode five of season two i think this season casey you've been making some really bold decisions that sigmar would make and it's all mm-hmm. it's exciting and it's dangerous and mm-hmm. it's all stuff that i think sigmar would do but you as a player wouldn't necessarily like you know i think when you get into your player head you want to play it safe and do the things and like right you want to like win the game right Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah like i like that is that is something um that i think i feel like i picked up on early on it's like all right well we're telling a story and maybe it helped that this is a story for other people to watch and not just a story that we're telling ourselves but it's like all right well if this is who this character is then they have to behave a certain way that's going to get certain reactions out of other characters mm-hmm. in order to create a dynamic. Cause like I, I said it at some point before, like a lot of people who like want to do a thing together, they all want to be the good guy. And you kind of just need an a-hole or a jerk thrown yeah. in the mix to like spice it up. Yeah. Like a team <laughs> right? so of I'm just like, four good guys. Like, I don't know what that, what is that? Like, like what yeah, team is just four good guys? Yeah. It's That's true. Not a real team. Yeah. You know, like Power Rangers didn't really kick off until we got Tommy the Green Ranger. Oh my god. Oh yeah. yeah. When Tommy showed up, he probably smoked cigarettes. They didn't show it, but I bet he smoked cigarettes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Behind the bleachers. Yeah, he, yeah. he was at the back of the juice bar. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the back of the juice bar. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I feel like like that's the thing that that's the thing that makes a game and even like an in-person game, even a game that you're not playing for the entertainment of others where it's like make a big decision that your character would make and and see what happens it it may have consequences but you know just see what happens which is super fun yeah i didn't uh i didn't play my first real dnd outside of my weird gundam orgy thing um until the pandemic and now i've I've been in like a a zoom game with uh um, pals of mine from around the country you know for the past two years or so uh and i noticed in the first several sessions like maybe the first dozen sessions um i was very much like uh not timid but like being like all right well i'm just i'm uh i'm i'm going to i'm going to attack and i'm going to heal and i'm not really going to think outside the box and then like i talked to the dm on the side and he was like you know you could get like really weird with this like i want you to like throw curveballs and sort of like make me have to change the way I'm telling this story. And once I started to do that, I was like, oh, this is incredible. Like, because otherwise, if you're just kind of going through the routine, you're ultimately, it's like no different than a video game. You're like not really getting the same, you know, you're not getting that sort of feedback. Whereas like, if you're like, all right, let me like kick the tires on this. Let me see like if we can color outside the lines. And yeah. that's when I've had like the absolute most unforgettable experiences in D&D. Yeah, that, that is definitely the most fun part of role play. Because like I, like I, I'm a very like visual person. So like video games and movies and stuff like that's what like holds my attention. So like if I have to imagine it all, like I don't read books for probably that reason <laughs> because I, I'd rather see it. <clears throat> but for some reason, like the, the way Jack DMs like, all right, can I do this? Jack is like, maybe or like, well, yeah. And then 
it it just it opens it up in a way to where it's like, oh, so that means maybe I can try this next time, mm-hmm. or maybe I can try that next time. So like you you continually stay engaged and intrigued at the possibilities, and it's just so much more open ended than a thing that you're you know that's curated and you're watching back in front of you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And as a DM, that's where we ha- like, you know, d- a DMing is is significantly more work than playing because, you know, there's just a lot of crap to make mm-hmm. up. But that's that's when we get to play as well. When a player does something that we did not account for, that's not in the books that we have to start making up shit on the fly. That's when we get to really like play and enjoy a world that the player is also creating. Not, you know, like I'm, I'm making maps and I'm making the backstory, but the player uh, like contributes as well. And that's when we all have fun together. Collaborative storytelling. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a shared art project. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have a, like, do you have a a standout moment from season or one that comes to mind from season one that was like a curveball thrown at you that you, that you really liked? Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's a, that's a big question. That's a, that's a big, you know, good one. Cause I have to remember season one. <laughs> like, yeah. And like I said, we're in the business of, of deleting our memories. Uh, yeah. very, very quickly. I mean, one, one thing I'm pretty sure wasn't, um, on your radar, Jack, was that, uh, we would have, uh, Jeremy Goodsex murdered. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure you intended that character to be around a lot longer mm-hmm. and to kind of spite us. I feel like that's why every character from that point forward was pretty much named Jeremy, yeah. like in his honor. <laughs> so the, J- the Jeremy thing was just literally me not remembering like that. I had named a character, <laughs> Jeremy Goodsex. And then like, all of a sudden you're talking to the guards, which I did not right. expect. And I was like, oh, yeah, and this one's named Jeremy. And you're like, wait a minute. And you called me out because you're like, and so, <laughs> yeah, you know, like literally that's where that running gag started from is just me going. Yeah, it's a common name. So now yeah. it has to be. Now it's true. Um, what what surprised me is knowing how much uh, gamers you all are is how much you just wanted to talk to people. And I kind of talked about that a little bit in the in the article because I was planning a straight up dungeon crawl, like crunchy mechanics, like really getting into the meat of, you know, combat and exploration. But you all didn't want any of that. You're just like, I want to have conversations with weird people. Mm -hmm. That's it, which I'm very okay with. But I was not expecting that from four gamers, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is weird now that you mention it, <laughs> but it does feel like that is more because this isn't um, like in in my private D uh, D session. Like we've had battles that have lasted two sessions, and sessions usually are three to four hours. So we've had like fucking six hour battles. Yeah, and which like in in the scope of these episodes, which are what under an hour a piece, right? Um, like, what do you? How do you do that? Like, you you know, you can't really do that. So you almost need to make it uh, uh, the, the confrontations more kind of bite sized and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, theatrical for the audience and everything, because you're not just playing for the five of you. You're playing for, you know, an audience of tens of thousands. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And and that's something that maybe we all figured out together or maybe that's, you know, reason why the audience kind of clicked in because we were doing incredibly long battles because y'all were talking your way out of every situation. But it it would make sense that it takes a little bit of time to sort of click into it because that's the same way with like, I don't know, like the first season of like Parks and Rec or The Office are like weird. Like if you go back and watch them now, they're weird. It feels like the 
characters don't understand the characters yet and the writers don't understand the, the characters yet. But then once you hit a groove, those characters end up really like blossoming and the actors, um, um, you know, really take ownership of them. And, and yeah, that's why it takes, you know, it, it's rare to find a show that like really hits the ground running. It's usually a little ways in that it really finds its kind of voice and cadence and everything. That's fair. That's very yeah. fair. So yeah, like that, that's good. Um, the, the other big surprise, uh, for, from season one was how long it took them to cross a river mm-hmm. <laughs> is like the, the leader <laughs> dynamic is something that they're still working on. Yeah. Whereas, oh no, we like, have a leader. You'll find out who it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got every, like I say this, I say this after every recording. But like me, like luckily because we record the episodes, I get to like listen back and then you know really like take my proper notes and like oh what mm-hmm. voice did I use for this character? But like after every single episode, it's every after every single recording session, I it's such a like I am invigorated. Like that was great. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are so funny. Um, wait, but, how do you wait? You take notes on the voice you use as a character. Like how do you how do you uh, turn a voice into a note that you will remember for next time right well you know i i try to give it like it's it's most it's close you know where it's like yeah i got my uh my, my midwest dad voice this is okay got dad voice gotcha uh, gotcha like if i'm going like you know keanu in, in point break you know we we you know so it's like oh this is keanu point break yeah this is keanu uh john wick this is keanu. how would you have written down jeremy good <laughs> how, many, how many other keanus are in uh in this campaign there's, <laughs> there's at, at least six keanos um <laughs> Uh, and two of them are Bill and Ted's one excellent adventure, one bogus journey. So yeah. it's okay. Uh, Jeremy good. Se- <laughs> Jeremy good sex was little perv. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that weird little bush perv when uh, what's going on? You did that voice. Cause we did that stream before adventures nigh where you were sort of like futzing with the campaign. Like you and I did like over well over a year ago. That's Where right. You, yeah. Well, oh, what was it? Oh, no. And and I because I, I was making a map for my home campaign. Yeah. 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 I remember that. Stream. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And there was like a weird bush perv. Like there was a, a, a weird dude who was just like perv. hanging out in the bushes. Oh, my God. Someone someone in chat is going to remember his name uh, because I won't uh, No, And by the way, like his lineage is still happening um, in my home game. Like the players are about to meet his nephew. It wasn't good sex. It, oh, it, it was. It, it was like it was um, okay sex. It was. It, <laughs> it was perfectly fine sex. It was yeah, all sex. perfectly fine sex. Yeah. Um, uh, but but yes, that's right. So it's, it's just. But that's like my note for that is like oh, little perv. Yeah, little perv note. Um, <laughs> my rap name, little perv. Little perv. And that's so right. yeah, like I'll, uh, because I often when I don't write them down, I forget. Or like uh, in season two, you might notice a harsh change in someone's voice. Cause I realized halfway through, I could not do a Scottish accent. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you need help, like doing a Yahtzee accent, I've uh, really, um, right. I've really, I've really a nailed that. Oh, was it Randall creep? Was, was Randall the Randall name? Creep. <laughs> Stick shift. Incredible. But, but really that's more of like a Dory, like Dory is Randall. Yes. Yeah. That is that voice. Wait, Dory, and so like, Jeremy Dory from Finding Dory? For Dora, no, Dory, Dory from Adventure is Nigh, oh. the hit Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Oh, Adventure is Nigh, literally the thing we are talking about right now, not about. the hit Pixar film. So I use Randall Creep for Dory, and Jeremy Goodsex is that without the breath. So Jeremy Goodsex is just, oh, eh, this is, eh, but Dory is that with breath. Mm. Oh, yeah, Dory's <laughs> the name of the magic door. 
Dory. Incredible. Magic Door. I don't. What's the What's the lineage of the name Dory? Did you just take the thing it is and add a Y at the end of it? I think I think Amy named yeah. Dory. Incredible. Dory didn't have a name. Uh, uh, Dabarella gave Dory their name. Billy Wilbo said Dory the Explorer, which I like because that's the kind of dumb joke that my brain would make, and I'd be like, "Should I say this out loud?" And then I realize I've already said it out loud, and I'm like, "I don't know why I did that." I didn't need to do that. Uh, Jumbly Wumbly with the uh, donation of 10,000 uh, Costa Rican cologne, I believe. Uh, thank you so much. So, Jack, how does your uh, improv training affect your outlook as a DM and a tool to help other players and finally just be entertaining on adventures? Like, do you feel like your your history with improv has has helped you in in not only the series, but in just being a DM in general? Uh, in, in life in general, like okay. we can just stop. we're not going to talk about anything pop culture for the rest of the podcast. It's all improv, uh, <laughs> which I know everyone is a podcast, if not improv. Everyone loves to talk about improv yeah. and the life changing aspect. It's true. Um, I read about it. Improv. Uh, 100% because it's all it's all about using two parts of your brain, right? You have to like listen uh, and really take in what other people are saying while also formulating how you're going to respond to that. And a lot of people, when they listen, they're just kind of waiting for their turn to talk. Mm -hmm. And so like learning, which is something we practice, we literally practice listening, which is which sounds very stupid. But, but it doesn't. But I'm I'm just curious how like how like do they like put you in a chair and like people berate you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, get back to me all the stupid shit I just berated you with. <laughs> uh, no, there are, there are certain um, games or exercises. There's a there's a wonderful one, if anyone would like to practice at home. Uh, there's a wonderful game called Whisper Back. Uh, and so you go up there and you do a two person scene, you know, you uh, and you start every scene by establishing, you know, the who, what, where, all that basic stuff. But before... So one person says a line and then person B whispers that line to themselves and then says their line. Then person A whispers person B's line and then says their line. And so it teaches you like I'm taking a moment. So, you know, uh, so, you know, Casey just said, do they sit you down in a chair and berate you? So then I would say, do they sit you down in a chair and berate you? Yes, they do. Blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, Casey, you would repeat what I say just to yourself. And then like mm -hmm. that trains that muscle memory that's really that's really interesting yeah, it makes a lot of sense yeah. yeah yeah i was thinking that you were just describing the game telephone and i was like that's already a game they didn't they didn't accept <laughs> that i played that i played that before i was in my, my gundam sex chat it wasn't a sex chat also and also i was i just want everyone i'm not like this isn't like a weird therapy thing where i'm like you know getting this off my chest for the first time in my life because i have a therapist no you, you only just them. now realized that they were sexting in that forum the whole time like you thought it was a game. <laughs> the rest yeah, they of kept misspelling not. the name Zex to sex, and I don't. I didn't know why. I was like, "Well, that's not how you spell his name." And he's a marquee. He's not. The like other thing at the sex me. marquee. Yeah, I was like, "No, you're typing it wrong." It's not yeah, a like, sex market. It's a Zex marquee. <laughs> uh, Storyteller, because Teller was taken O two with a five pound donation. There you go. You got it. Uh, Jack, so I admitted, uh, talking about admitting things on streams uh, over on uh, during game night, that mm -hmm. I still haven't learned the difference between euros and pounds. Oh, like I under, I know what they are um, in the abstract sense. Like, sure, conceptually, I understand what, what the difference yeah. between the currencies. Yeah, but um, when I'm reading chats, 
if I see a dollar sign, I will confidently say the amount of money that is donated. Um, if I see a pound or a euro, I will say thank you for the donation, and then I will read the comment because I in, in the in the spot I'm not confident which is which. But I'm trying to learn. Yeah, I'm trying to get better. Yeah, um, because I feel like if we're not improving as human beings, then what's the point of this all? Uh, how yeah, do you start? We ca- just learned. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What were you going to say? That's me not listening. (laughs) (laughs) Whisper back everything I just said, and then you can talk. I just wanted to add real fast that I recently just learned that the change for the pound is pence, and I Mm -hmm. never knew that. So you would say five pound, 50 pence. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that. Had no idea. What was it? Six six pence, none the richer? None the richer. Yeah. Kiss me underneath milky starlight. That's that's I do know that song. Yeah. I didn't know that that word that was played in it. during the Gundam during no, the that's Gundam the name dance of the that band. I went to. The name of the band was Six Pence. Six Pence. Oh, I never knew that. Oh, I yeah. never knew that the name of the band that sang that song. Oh, wait, then is then what's a quid? That's a good point. I think that's quid pro. You know what? I have no idea when you scratch a quid pro quo. Yeah, that is a bad thing. That's like a scratch my back. I'll scratch yours. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's not good. Don't do that. Um, sorry. So storyteller, sorry, because now was taken out too. Ted, how do you start a campaign idea? Do you title synopsis overview or is it more improv? Have a starting point and build session by session. Like, do you have an idea for right now? Do you have an idea for the finale of season two? Like a rough idea that can obviously be molded and shaped differently depending on if they, you know, kill an important character. Uh, I had an idea. I, I had a starting point. I don't know if that idea is going to come to fruition, but but yes, like basically you have an abstract ending point. Like your, you know, like as our players well know, their goal is to uh, they they want to get the platinum heart. They know that that will be a, a, a wealth of riches uh, because platinum is a very uh, expensive metal. And so, like, that's the rough abstract. And then with every session, you start to narrow the focus a little bit. And, you know, you do that with your players where they say, oh, we want this. We want this. We're moving in this direction. We're moving in, the, in this direction. As far as starting a campaign... I really suggest starting with a module. I think that's the easiest way to do it. And there are a ton of modules that are are level one adventures. And it's just a they start here. The the end guy is a wizard. They're always wizards. Um, And the wizard is, you know, turning the town uh, into fish zombies or whatever. And and that's what you're little adventures because uh, especially if it's your first time dming or playing that will help teach you the structure of what an encounter should be like what a game mm-hmm. session should be like and that gives you a goal and then when you get done with that adventure you kill the wizard you free the fish zombies then who then you start making a world and and literally when you make a world you just you make you make a town you make a city and then you make a continent you just keep you keep expanding you keep expanding the world, narrowing the focus. Whoa. Nice. Wait a minute. That's like that weird uh that 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 dolly zoom shot where like the camera's backing up but the but it's zooming in at the same time. Yeah. Like Hitchcock used it. You're like Hitchcock. Has anyone ever told you you're like Hitchcock? <laughs> I'm like Hitchcock because yeah. I'm overweight and bald. Yes. They have. <laughs> you have a very distinctive silhouette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's perfect. Um, 
reading a couple more of the super chats. Donald Nabity with a twenty dollar donation. Thank you so much. See how confidently I said twenty dollars. Also, apparently, quid is just a uh, slang for pound. Yeah, so it's like a buck to a dollar. A buck. Okay. That cheese, that bread. Okay. Well, no, no one salad, says I got two two breads. <laughs> I got two. I got two cheeses. Two <laughs> lettuces. What? <laughs> yeah. Which, lettuces just be like two pieces of lettuce. No, they don't. They don't heads. say a number and then lettuce. They just say lettuce. Like it's more general. Right. Yeah. But I think quid is specifically like one. Is, like is one a buck. unit of it's like a buck. A buck is one dollar. Yeah. A quid All is right, one, so, one sure. pound. Sure. Your their example is more close than mine was, but yeah. it's still slang. Yeah, but like dough. Yeah, that's true. Like our example is closer, but uh, what Casey said is also an example. It's not a good example, but it is. <laughs> an example. I mean, anything anyone says can be an example if we're not going to call them good or bad. Like, <laughs> uh, ooh, Jumbly Wumbly said, but dough turns into bread. So that's interesting. How Damn does that it. work? Like if you invest, is like dough the money you invest and bread is your dividend at the end? I don't think anyone thought about it that hard. I also said dividend and I'm not sure I use that word correctly because I don't, uh, I haven't made no, a when lot you of invest, good investments. You get paid dividends. Okay. So I, I, I don't, you probably use it right. Okay. <laughs> We're not I sure. Mean, no one's going to put you in jail about for those Marty's. Uh, I feel like the IRS could. If I like <laughs> lie about my dividends, I feel like. Wesley Snipes went to jail for a little while. That wasn't good. They're like, they started looking through your tax documents and they're like, Mart, wait a minute. Marty Snipes. said he had 10 dividends last year. He doesn't even know what a dividend is, according to this <laughs> podcast. Book him. I like the idea that there is like a, a single IRS agent who's just been um, assigned to listening to escapist content to see if like we've been lying about money at all. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. their whole job is listening to podcasts to see uh, and then like cross referencing what they talk about on the podcast. Yeah. Versus what they uh, what they call a business expense for research purposes. Uh, someone uh, fanbite, I think the the website put up an article yesterday about a five hundred dollar Disco Elysium jacket. So like a jacket that's like modeled after the characters okay. they wear in Disco Elysium. Yeah. And the title of the article is "I'm only writing this article so I can consider this five hundred dollar jacket a business expense." <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the title of the article. And I'm like, that's very good. That's yeah. very very good. Um, what was I? What was I reading? Was I reading something? You were reading a super chat. Oh yeah, Donald yeah, Lambert, twenty dollars donation with twenty dollars. Thank you so much, Donald. Said uh, contribution to the breakout super chat number. I considered multiple smaller ones, but that would just be annoying. That's not. That's not annoying at all. I mean, if you did like twenty one dollar ones, that could be annoying. That could be annoying. But like four five dollar ones is probably yeah. yeah. As long as you have as long as you have interesting questions or comments that then we can bounce off of, then you are adding to the content. Yeah, exactly. True. Yeah, there's no there's no. And even if you don't, you're adding to the account. So that's also good. Yeah. Yeah. You're adding to the to the the case that the IRS agent is slowly putting against (laughs) us for this Ponzi scheme of a service we're providing. Um. Yeah, did you have anything else about Adventures Now? Do you want to talk about stuff we've been playing and and this this Square Enix thing? Um, uh, Adventure. I, I I like what I want to do is spoil everything for <laughs> of Adventures Now because Ooh. I'm having so much fun. I want everyone to see all the fun we're having. I'm so excited for you guys to see. Um, what about give give a little break? Because I think the title is I think Nick titled this something about secrets. Like, can you give a little, give a little, uh, a little, little taste, a little wet, wet their lips about something to expect 
in the upcoming episodes. Get, get their Gundam going. Get Jack. their Gundam going. Yeah. yeah. yeah really put, their a, put a pilot in their cockpit. Yeah. For the <laughs> initiate launch sequence. <laughs> Um, so many characters. We we got to the point of character names in in which Yahtzee actually stopped a recording just to be like, Jack, you've gone too far. <laughs> like, like this is not even. You're not being clever or funny anymore. You're just the, the these aren't names. And I was like, okay, that's fair. And I pulled back a little. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, were they just true. like? I remember that. A bunch of consonants together that people couldn't like pronounce. <laughs> no, it was it was a uh, it was descriptive. It was just describing things. It was... <laughs> oh, okay. Because <laughs> it seems it seems like you do have almost like a mental formula when you have to uh, uh, come up with a name that, like Jeremy Goodsex, where it's like wh- right. what like uh, uh, like uh, proper noun uh, uh, adverb verb <laughs> or I... adjective verb. I'm a big fan of kind of like, you know, regular name as as the setup and then and then something like, you know, like Smith, right? Like Smith mm-hmm. is only Smith because uh, at one point your ancestors were blacksmiths. Yeah. And so I, I really like the idea of just someone like Jeremy Goodsex who was like, yeah, my family name is Goodsex. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a character. I will give a character's name. I will not tell you who the character is, but we have a, a character named Borbis Sheepsnatcher. Mm hmm. Uh, and uh, and the, in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, their ancestors stole sheep like 100 <laughs> um, percent. That sucks. Though. Like, are they uh, then are they like they're born into it? So I kind of feel bad about that. Like, what if the person like inherently doesn't want to steal sheep, but is like, I must, you know, I must because I am literally that is my my calling. In life. That, is, that is my lineage. Yeah. But, you know, nature versus nurture. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I can I can break free. Um, you know, we, we spend a little time, uh, in, in a new area. We spend a little, but it, it's all, we, we spend a two episodes kind of not, no, you do move a lot. It's, it's so crazy. Like I can't, I, I want to tell you everything, uh, but I, but I will not, uh, because it's more fun for you to watch, uh, and enjoy there. There is a, Oh, can I show can, no, I can't show you anything. There is a like a three second video loop that I shared with the slack of an animation from episode two um, that I watch every single day because I think it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And it's it's all Amy. It's Amy Campbell. Just like we were talking earlier about like her. She is she is Dabarella. She is a character. And she while they were doing something made a noise. And it was this noise that she just made because, like, this is the noise Dabarella would make. And then with the animation, it it makes me laugh. I, like, I, <laughs> I brought my after I animated it, I literally brought my wife into my office. I was like, watch this. Isn't that the funniest thing you've ever seen? She she did not appreciate it. But <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if I could. Cause I had I, I watched this I download. I don't know how to even it doesn't like exist. Oh, it's a download. I don't know how to do this. It's we'll a download. No, it's well, right it's there. Like, no, I see it, but like I don't know how to share it with, like I don't know how to like. There's no like hyperlink. Oh right, you're right. Oh, to, oh yeah. You, I don't think you'd be able to like post it in the chat for them. Yeah. To see. No, no. Unfortunately, and it's it's better that they don't. It's better that they see it within context of the episode yeah. because. Uh, so I guess like just just know that like the uh, this uh, season two is bringing me personally just so much joy we are having a ton of fun and we are going new places we are seeing grand sights uh 
and, and ooh, ooh. Okay, here's here's a little nugget I can get I can give you. For the first time in Adventures Night History, I as a DM got to do what DMs are built to do. I downed a player. That's mm. right. A player almost died twice. Uh, two two separate players almost died in season two. And I, I'm finally hitting that right balance with everyone where I'm keeping them on the edge of death. And that yeah. makes me DM very, very happy. Oh, it's like being in a battle and having that thought in your mind of like, are we going to party wipe? And if so, like, are like, we just what, done? Yeah, we were are we just not like, hang out yeah, anymore? What happens? Like, luckily, so far, <laughs> we don't know. But it's like, what happens if we, like, die? Like, yeah. we have to consider mortality for the first time this season. Yeah. <laughs> And that's what I want you to consider because it's like, yeah, that could happen. We can have you roll a new character, and we we've hit the point twice now where a player has come very very close to death, and that makes me very excited. <laughs> you just turn the person into a ghost. You just got a little like you got like ghost Yahtzee following you around. That's fine. Yeah. Oi, ghost Yahtzee. Yeah. Yeah, ghost. Uh, hey, it's Ghost Mortimer. <laughs> oh, what do you say? You don't got a plan? Okay, well then maybe I have a sex with you. What? Oh no! <laughs> it's like that scene in like where Dan Aykroyd got the oral sex from the ghost in I Ghostbusters. That. Yeah, I remember that. Um, it was weird that I said oral sex instead of blowjob. That was weird. Uh, Alex Holes. I mean, it's like it's like when he had when someone had mouth sex with his penis. Yeah. <laughs> It's like when they did Gundam kisses. You know, that's what we used to call it back in the day. Um, Alex Holes. It is so early in the morning to be talking like this. <laughs> it is, like, very early. Um, Alex Holes, <clears throat> I remember for 25 months. Holy moly, that's over two years. Uh, said you three, uh, using their membership comment to say you three are hilarious combo. Love, Adventure is Nigh, episode one as well. I'm assuming he means uh, Adventure is Nigh, season two, episode one. Yeah, thanks for watching. I think it's, yeah. I think it's very exciting. And remember that uh, uh, through this whole season, if you are a member on YouTube, you will get uh, each episode a week early. So while episode one is going out to the public on Saturday, episode two is going out privately. I don't know if that's how it works. I think that's how it works. It, yeah, I, it's, I thought it is it. So it doesn't take uh, like a week off. It's like every two weeks, a new episode. Oh, God, I have no clue how it works. And Nick's not here. Nick is no, out. Nick's not here. Nick's uh, either stuck in the Philadelphia airport or on an airplane or in Iceland or um, I don't know. So let's just forget. I said that whole thing, but you should become a member. Cause that's, it's great. It's yeah. It's, no, and, and there are benefits. That part's true. There are benefits. Yeah. You get, you, get coming, uh, you get to come and hang out on the Discord. Uh, mm -hmm. I do like very often share uh, stuff that I'm working on on the Discord. Uh, mm -hmm. I, tr I try to like, you know, blur out the spoiler stuff, but stuff I'm particularly excited about, I do try to yeah. pop that up on the Discord uh, and and share. So yeah, come be a member. Hang out. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Paul Sai has been a member for five months using the bonus content to say it's really cool how Sigmar was kind of tied into the plot with his ex-wife. Do you normally incorporate player stories into the main plot? Love it. Uh, I really try to. I, I really try to because I, I want to make it personal. That's, that's okay. <laughs> that's another improv thing. Um, is it's more it's more interesting to have a scene about a relationship than a thing, right? And so like you had you had a MacGuffin, you had the Jade Homunculus to go after, but that doesn't necessarily add stakes to it. So I, I started talking to Casey 
off game. And just to get some more information in case he actually did a phenomenal job of your of Sigmar's backstory. You gave me a lot of uh, of threads to pull on. And so we were working out some some stuff together about, you know, uh, your past. And so it's like, ooh, I can drop someone from your past in there. And immediately, by the way, those those uh, relationship dynamics started to play where like Casey mm-hmm. was really like you were a huge asshole. Uh, Mortimer <laughs> wanted to have sex with her. Like it, it turned into this whole fun <laughs> soup because it was now about a relationship instead of a thing. And so I've been working on a couple things off game with uh, with players um, to uh, relationship wise for season two. So far, no one has. um, What's this motion mean? No one has um, has crabbed bit (laughs) bit. Oh, that's I don't know if that's like has pincered. Yeah. (laughs) No one has crab clawed. Um, and so, like, I'm I'm trying to plant the seeds of relationship stuff in season two, and I've I've been a little subtle about it to see which player picks up on that and wants to run with it. And so far, I don't know if anyone's noticed. So, so I might have to be less subtle. Um, <laughs> yeah, Casey seems like he's like trying to he's trying to pin no, it I, from his I, memory. I feel like I know what he's talking about. But maybe not. Maybe not. No. You might not. I, I try to I try to ramp up where it's like I'll sprinkle in some very subtle seeds. And then if a player grabs onto it, like, oh, OK, that's then that's where that's the direction we're going so far. Not. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, relationship. What, what was What was the question? <laughs> uh, it was talking about taking Casey's backstory um, and, and sort of drawing it in. You mentioned how. It's even it's funny. It's something I heard. I think it was Damon Lindelof, like the the one of the creators of Lost, mm-hmm. talked about um, the idea of a mystery box and saying that the most interesting thing inside of a mystery box is a person. Ooh, and that's kind of what you were saying. Like the most interesting thing you can introduce is a person. Yes. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. is a is is backstory right? Is like yeah. you know this person. You already have a dynamic. We can play with that now. And and. Before season two started, I asked I asked everyone else to give me backstories or, you know, to give me stuff. And so I was like, you know, Casey had already given me a a beautifully detailed backstory. But then it was like, okay, well, why were you arrested in episode zero? Everyone was arrested in, in a cart. Why were you arrested? Give me more things to work with. And and a lot of people did fantastic jobs giving me more of their backstories to pull from. So hopefully we'll get more of that relationship in season two. Uh, I guess, spoiler alert, uh, we don't get to it. Uh, we're seven episodes in. We haven't gotten to it yet. They haven't figured it out yet, but we'll get there. <laughs> What if uh, do you maybe you all share the same uh, mother? That doesn't sound right. You're all very different. It'd be very weird if a, uh, a woman gave birth to like a giant cat and, like, and as well as a, a, a mushroom man, as well as a mushroom person, as yeah. well as like the incredible like mutt that Mortimer is, as yeah, well as a literal uh, angel person that is sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how babies work. So who who knows? Like you, no you guys, you guys can speak one, more to that. No one does. No, not even, not even us. Yeah, no, that's true. Mm. Uh, Billy Wilbo asks, "Is there a relationship between Anus Quiver and Sigmar?" There was a lot of chemistry there. <laughs> anus. We have to check in on Anus Quiver. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> 
So sometimes, like not sometimes, I, when I when I try to be funny, I am trying to make myself laugh, and nothing quite gets me to laugh much <laughs> like the the visage of this like beautiful sea siren. Oh, dogs like this. His name's Anus Quiver. <laughs> How would you? It was it was very alarming when that voice came out of Jack. <laughs> uh, if you wanted to remember Anus Quiver's voice, what note would you have written down for yourself? That's that's my uh, that's an impression that I do uh, already uh, called the Queen of England. Um, that's like that's when I that's my joking impression of the Queen of England. Oh, my Queen of England. Yeah, I heard the next season of The Crown is going to be all about anus quiver. So that's, that's like coming to Netflix in 2023. <laughs> uh, oh, King Dead with a two dollar donation said, "Put the animation slash video on Discord." Yeah, we'll we'll look into that. I'll see if, if it's not too much of a spoiler. We'll 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 look into that. Uh, Stick Shift with a ten dollar donation said, "Jack and KC, uh, who are your favorite NPCs from season one of Adventures Night?" I mean, I think we know. I think. Uh... We know. It's there, there are a lot that I, I liked a bunch. Um, you know what? Probably Domino Fantastico is like my favorite. <laughs> like his his charisma, like right off the back, was like I was just way into it. I was like, yeah, I want to hang out with this guy. <laughs> like he was, he like he was a yes ander. Yes. <laughs> like he was down for whatever. I wish he would have uh, like started adventuring with us. Honestly, uh, if only I had given you that option. <laughs> I did. Did you? No, he was like, oh, no. Yeah, you said he was going to go somewhere. He was going to go to him. the cave of something. Right. And then and then uh, uh, the Jade Homunculus said you can either go under the mountains or to the cave of something. And you chose under the mountains. Uh, and that's okay. That's Someone okay did. Because I don't you know what? that I did that. Domino still exists in the world. Yeah, he's around. You never know. You never know when he's going to show up again. Uh, I, like, I like Domino Fantastic as well. That kind of like... Like uh, braggadocio uh, mixed with like someone who is generally pleasant, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that's right. I do all the stuff. Women's rights. <laughs> right. Like he, he sleeps around, but he buys them breakfast and he you know comforts them as they you know, go about the rest of their morning. <laughs> I believe in equality for everyone. Now, hold on. I got to kill a guy. Yeah, I love it. He's great. Um, like I, I like bread. I think bread, like <laughs> bread, is one of my favorite voices to do, just because it's so pleasant and close to home. Uh, anus, anus quiver. Did you see? Did, uh, did you see El Cheshire's crazy horny anus quiver art? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no, Marty. Have you have you not been seeing uh, the artwork that El Cheshire's been throwing in? Um, uh, I have. I haven't seen this specific. Uh, oh, you missed that one. Yeah. Okay. El Cheshire did, you know, one of those phenomenal, like, you know, pinups, uh, incredibly detailed pinups of Anus Quiver. Um, you know, just wonderfully, gloriously horny art of Anus Quiver. And that's exactly how I pictured mm -hmm. Anus is is just like this like you know goddess you know shiny wet visage of a of a siren which makes her voice which makes her voice even funnier um yeah no, like, says google's horny anus quiver art don't google that don't <laughs> you do if anything use bing <laughs> make those perverts at microsoft pay for that 
Like, you know, little things like I I really liked Professor Plebis. Um, oh, fuck. What was his last name? Uh, the bee. The bee uh, who was having sex with the, like the floppers. Mm-hmm. Professor Plebis Flutter. That's what it was. Right. Um, you know, just just because I, I always like it when I can catch the players off guard. Yeah, that one was a, a loop. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it's just like okay, they're they're having sex. Or was, oh, there's also a giant bee in there. All right, great. And sure. So yeah, because yeah. because on on top of it just being a, a weird moment, at the same time it just it opens up the world because like oh, if there can be bee people, then that means there can be this kind of person, that kind of person, and stuff. So like mm-hmm. like that was that was a fun moment, and uh, some of that may start to pay off in season two. <laughs> that. that was a little tantalizing little breadcrumb uh speaking of season two raven with a two dollar donation asked how many episodes do you think are going to be in season two have we figured that out yet nick nick has given us free reign just to tell the story at our own pace i was an, initially i was hoping to be around 12 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we are approximately where i thought we would be in episode three and it's episode seven mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so this is going to be like one of those like 32 episode X-Files series seasons yeah. where it's like, why did they, why were there so many episodes? What were you doing? We're just having fun. And and yeah. so like, that's where, what I talked about in the article, pardon me, I just burped. Um, uh, what I talked about in the article and what I'll talk about now is that's where like, I have to also start changing the idea that I came in with. Cause I came in with a very specific idea for what the players would encounter mm-hmm. and that involves them kind of moving along a little faster than they want to and we we've been having a ton of fun and doing a lot of great exploration uh for our characters and world and i i don't want to push them i don't want to be that kind of dm that's like hey we gotta we gotta get here now yeah. um, because i wrote a story mm. uh <laughs> And you all have to listen to my story. <laughs> so, like, I am changing the initial idea I came in with. Obviously, like, they're still going after Fuzzy Hug. Everyone knows that that they're they're going to find the colossal armored wor- spike covered worm of King Fuzzy Hug to uh, to obtain their platinum heart. But I had some other things. I mean, I'll, maybe I'll write another article when we're done with uh, with season two and uh, about my initial plans. But we'll see. Or maybe we'll we'll still do it. It'll just take longer. <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. Uh, oh, Uber Super Sloth uh, asked, "Who makes the animations anyway?" That's uh, that's an Omar joint, correct? Uh, Omar sets us all up. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, like he does all the initial like uh, Omar has made for me a fantastic character creator, which Mm -hmm. with a bunch of like stock assets. So if I need, you know, I need an elf. uh, I have outfit changes. I can change their skin tone. I can change their hairstyle. uh, And then I can import that into Foundry for them. Uh, and then for each episode, I do the initial edit, just kind of, you know, cutting out the dice rolls, you know, getting the flow right, that sort of thing. Uh, adjust the audio levels. I send it over to Omar, who marks up where he thinks animations should go. And currently animations are split between Omar, myself and Jamate, mm-hmm. who started on season two. He's been he's been helping out. Uh, 
with this. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, Omar does take the bulk of the animations and I take a little section and Jamate now takes a little section. Perfect. So so it's all it's all a little bit, but it's Omar who decides, like, I think an animation should go here because that will flow better. And and he always makes uh, really good decisions as, as to where animation should go. So great. Yeah. Incredible. Do you feel like uh, left out that they went to Iceland without you? <laughs> I don't you seem like a big fjord guy. I one, I do want to go to Iceland. I don't yeah. know what Eve is, and mm-hmm. so I think it's best that I don't go. Yeah, yeah. But maybe this was your opportunity to learn, and now you'll never know. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of seems like a game I wouldn't care about. So. Yeah, <laughs> probably. You like spaceships, <laughs> though. I've seen I've seen you mumble about spaceships before. I like. I do like spaceships. It's true. Yeah, spaceships are great. Uh, Donald Nabity with a ten dollar donation says, "Callback donation to the Ponzi scheme." This is this whole thing is just a it's a house of cards ready to fall down. So uh, we, we appreciate every dodo. Uh, Blue McNeil with a file donation says can't wait for season two. Domino. Fantastic. What program slash equipment do y'all use to ensure that crispy hash brown audio? Crispy hash brown audio. That comment just made me hungry. I mean, this. Yes, I, I uh, McDonald's breakfast ends in 30 minutes. So we got to wrap this up. No, <laughs> we um, got to wrap up now. <laughs> the hash brown and get the uh, the 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 sausage egg with the pancake buns and the cheese thing. What's that? The McGriddle. 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 Yeah, that, that's decadent. That's flying close to the sun. That's yeah, that hurts my heart every time. It's, but it's delicious <laughs> every time as well. Uh, is there was that an actual like uh, a program's equipment audio wise? Um, uh, Casey, what do you use to well, record? Your- yeah, we I I use. Um, because they, they actually had me start recording like the cameras so that we can get crispier uh, close-up shots. Mm-hmm. So like I do that separately. Um, so I both record using OBS as well as Audacity. Oh, but I I know uh, other folks tend to use other stuff. But I think Audacity is kind of industry standard for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Audacity works great for most. I I have a. Um... I have what what is called a Zoom PodTrack P4. Uh, that's a self-contained audio recorder. So it records off of like outside of the computer ecosystem right to an SD card. Uh, mm. Because I've had hardware failures before, where you know a computer crashes, uh, and guess what? That two-hour-long thing you just recorded is gone forever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so like my microphone is plugged directly into there it's recording and plugged into the computer uh we also like we we record via zoom uh and zoom has uh the other zoom not the zoom pod track p4 but zoom the video sharing software which are two different companies okay i was confused i thought because i thought that first thing was a zoom thing i was like yeah i didn't know zoom you're like how how'd they get away with that two different things i (laughs) don't know but uh but uh, zoom has a built-in feature to automatically record not just the video for the meeting but everyone's individual audio it's not the highest so useful quality Uh But just in case we lose anyone's audio, we have a backup that's of okay quality. Yeah, serviceable. Serviceable quality. And then I take it into uh, Adobe Audition um, and juice things up, you know, get rid of some of the noise, make make things sound a little crispier. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is a real question or if this is a goof. Jumbly uh, Wobbly said, have you guys changed cameras? Asking because I noticed Yahtzee's shirt is different than last time. 
that just sounds like he changed his shirt, right? <laughs> <laughs> or do you mean like you notice like more details on Yahtzee's shirt? Because like, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> like we wear different shirts during our videos, but it's the same cameras. We we change ourselves. Uh, we've, we've been a little more conscious of, Oh, John Lee meant more details. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, okay. So have you guys changed cameras at all from season one to season two? Yahtzee has not. Uh, we've definitely been more conscious about like lighting in a room. Like Yahtzee likes to, uh, stream from the pearly gates of heaven sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we, we make sure like, Hey, let's, let's all present our video nicely. Yeah. And of course, like Casey just said, um, he is now spam call. Uh, he is now recording uh, the Zoom, you know, because you can record the videos in Zoom, but you get like a video file about this big that I stretch out. So uh, he now records like a full screen version of that, so we get a little crispier, crispy. It's all it's all about crispy today. Now I yeah. just want hash browns. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> um yeah and it makes sense because like you know with a lot of like a lot of our live streams and stuff and those things are not like people can go back and enjoy them after the fact but they are kind of consumable whereas i feel like adventurous nigh is a thing someone could go back to years from now Mm. and and watch it and it would be just as good as if they watched it you know originally live it's a thing that can like live on as opposed to a lot of live streams are more of like you know in the moment everyone having fun and Mm -hmm. some people will watch them vod but it's uh Mm -hmm. you know demonstrably lower numbers after that Absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's one question in the chat that I want to address. Please. Um, uh, Demon says, hey, guys, is the idea of characters dying and re-rolling common in D&D campaigns? Uh, it used to be significantly more common um, in in fifth edition D&D. There has been a shift towards like crunchy dungeon crawly combat get loot to more of a role play uh, aspect of it and so in earlier editions it used to be significantly more common oh your character dies re-roll a new character now this one has joined us in our dungeon crawl keep Mm -hmm. moving in modern iterations it's less common but still a thing that happens uh and it's it's something that you should talk to about you uh with your players or dm like I, if you say, I don't want my player to die ever, then that's a very different storytelling experience than yeah. saying, like, oh, my character can die. And uh, personally, I think you should be able to die. I think, like, that threat of death is what makes yeah. it very yeah. 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 But, yeah, uh, I feel like without that, it's almost like, well, what's the... These these numbers are meaningless. There has to be some sort of like tension and friction and, and exactly. And, yeah, I think some people are just in it for that collaborative storytelling, and and that's fine. Like I think you can have a lot of fun with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, have 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 that conversation with your group. Like, how difficult a campaign are you looking for? Yeah, what, yeah. What do you want? Do you want to just? Do you want to talk to people? Do you want a dungeon crawl? What do you want yeah. to do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Raven with a $5 donation says, uh, the more episodes, the better. Jack, you are the kind of DM I aspire to be for my group. I already stole Jeremy good sex and put him in a campaign. Oh, <laughs> wink. Yes. That's what, that's our next, our next thing is I'm going to, we're going to write a, a module. We're going to write an adventure is not a campaign module. <laughs> yeah. There you and go. You can have Jeremy good sex in your game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, Aquinas, thank you so much for the donation, saying, uh, thanks, Jack, that was meant to be as a super chat, and I biffed it. You didn't biff it at all. 
Zero biffs. <laughs> there were zero biffs. Um, we're coming. We're coming close to the end. I feel like we don't need to talk about the Square Enix Tomb Raider thing. There's no whatever. That's like real. Like this is that's like real episode of Breakout Talk, and this isn't a real episode of Breakout. We're being real. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, not that it's real. Wow. Not that it's real. Will, I'm going to get. God damn it, Will. Okay. Will's Will keeps reminding me to super chat. He did yeah. a super chat right at the start, uh, saying, uh-huh. "When can we get Marty on Best of the Worst?" And I wasn't reading because we were talking about we were talking about Adventures Nine the whole time, and I, I was I was going to throw a wrench in it, even though we were also talking about Gundam sex and stuff. Um, so so I'm sorry, Will. Uh, Will with a, a two pound donation. When can we get Marty on Best of the Worst? Fun fact: right. I've never watched a single second of anything of, right. of your other part of your life and will you know the answer to this which is i don't make those decisions and anytime i recommend someone come on best of the worst they've been actively ignored mm-hmm. and or put on the no list yeah. so so <laughs> like i don't even control when i'm on best of the worst <laughs> let alone anyone else yeah we should make worse of the it. best worst oh worse so what is that like uh thor 2 so pretty good like- no, Thor you know 2 what? is the worst of something good. But it's not. Because yeah, it's not the worst. It's the worst MCU thing, right? People, but it could be on a list of things that could be considered the worst. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of shit and forget that Thor 2 is when we got all of the Thor Loki interaction. That is true. Like everyone loves Thor and Loki yeah. together, and that's like 80% of Thor 2. So, like, like, and Thor 2 does have the scene where uh, Mjolnir is chasing him, like, through portals or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's pretty cool. That's, that's pretty, pretty awesome. cool. Like, yeah, it had it had a, a, a weak enemy. Oh, it's an MCU movie. Yeah. Sometimes they have weak. Oh, movies. yeah. Like, oh, darn. Yeah. Oh, sh- oh, darn. I'm sorry. It didn't live up to the expectations of Ironmonger. All right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Which I still Everyone's think is really weird MCU, that. Uh, so, that's Jeff Bridges. Playing, yeah. playing him and then in uh avengers endgame uh iron man says move aside lebowski to thor to fat thor right. and so i don't like the idea like the big lebowski exists in this world like what's what's going on here and like they also make star wars references and i'm like do you guys do, yeah, have like you guys have watched the prequels and been like well, man like, nick fury looks a lot like mace windu what's going this is well, that's racist uh, well no that's no that's not <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> What's happening? See, this is why I only stuck to my Gundam chat group, because no one ever called me racist. They just asked me what I was wearing, and I was like, my pilot suit. I'm in my Gundam. <laughs> Same thing as last week. Right. Uh, I, I will say, I, I'm seeing there. a couple people in chat now mentioning uh, Jack Quaid, who was on the most recent episode of Best of the Worst, who, yeah. by the way, was so lovely, and fi- it was finally some uh, a chance for me to like nerd out theater wise with another person uh, in the red letter media world because he, you know, obviously has studied acting and knows improv. So we got to nerd out about theater off camera, and I really uh, appreciated that. That's awesome. Nice, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jack Quaid of the Boys, as well as the new Scream film. I haven't, I I haven't seen anything he's done, and yeah. I feel really bad. <laughs> You've seen stuff his dad and uncle have done, though, probably. You have to have seen a Dennis and or Randy Quaid film. Uh, I have. Uh-huh. Yeah, you've probably seen Independence Wait Day. Wait a second. Randy Quaid 
is the president no in independence day randy no. quaid's like the crazy like the oh okay randy gotcha. quaid is the is the pilot is the is the drunk the, pilot the, who yeah, the crop duster yeah. Yeah. bill pullman is yes. the president. yes that's it did you almost do the thing i always do i always do that and i'm like i feel bad because one is dead and I'm yes. like, i should learn which is dead paxton has the rare uh the the rare uh, accolade of being killed by a xenomorph, mm-hmm. a terminator, and a predator. Predator, yeah, because yeah. he's like him and James Cameron are like BFFs. So yeah, a lot of Cameron movies. He's so the he guy who says "Game over, man." Huh? And, uh, game over, yeah. man. Yeah. Game over. That's yeah. that sounds like something you would do to your best friend is like kill him in all your movies. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. So I've seen I've seen many a uh, Randy uh, Dennis Quaid movie. I just mm-hmm. I, you know, and The Boys is on my list, and I hear it's phenomenal. Just haven't haven't got around to it. You know why? Elden Ring. <laughs> I'm sorry, those things are like pretty far. Apart. Yeah. Also, The Boys has been like for several years. <laughs> uh, before that, I was just waiting for Elden Ring. Like like I can't watch The Boys. Elden Ring might come out. Uh, two that is years true. I think The Boys came out after Elden Ring was revealed. So once Elden Ring was revealed, then it was like, well, I can't, I can't possibly commit to a full season like, of television it, now. It could be any moment. There's no yeah. way. Like we we don't know. There's no uh, way I can watch anything because I have to wait for Elden Ring. <laughs> We were talking about Elden Ring before we went live, so that, this has been like your your media consumption of the last you know two months or whatever has just been Elden Ring. One hundred percent. Like I've I've fit in a few other things. I've been tra- and especially now that I've beaten the game, I've beaten the game twice. I've gotten two different endings. I'm working on my third playthrough. I have about two hundred and thirty hours in, um, and I love it so much. Um, but now that I've beaten it a couple times, I can take breaks. So I've I've mm-hmm. watched some other things. But yes, other than that, it's all Elden Ring all the time i have like a list i have to make a list every day of like you know like here's my list for today like i have to complete certain things before i play or else i will play all day i was up very late last night playing because i was working (laughs) during the day i was worried that that was a list you make a list every morning of the things you need to do in elden ring i was like all right what's what's going on yeah that is where i thought that was. (laughs) i'm glad it's like human real life chores and stuff that you have (laughs) to do that's a separate list i have like i have a list of things that i'm working for where it's like oh yeah that's right i want to i want to make sure i get this talisman Oh, I, w- I would really like this uh, Ash of War. <laughs> yeah, for my build, that's a separate list. <laughs> you should, wow. uh, you should publish those. Like how they don't like after you're president, they publish your like uh, the presidential diaries and stuff. Yeah. Like they publish mm-hmm. those, and like Trump's was probably just like a bunch of like crudely drawn pictures and like <laughs> like a stick figure of him with like a big old donkus. But yeah, you should, you should, uh, you should publish yours. Yeah, no. yeah, no, burn, <laughs> burn, burn it all. Mostly because it's just my handwriting is terrible. No one will be able to read it. Like we have to decipher his code. Yeah, no, it's just really sloppy handwriting. Maybe that's what the next Batman movie will be because he was solving so many Riddler mysteries in his last film. He'll find your Elden Ring book and be like, "Someone new has come to town." Well, it's funny that you say he was solving so many middle Riddler mysteries because uh, yeah, I think folks would disagree with that sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> like, he looked at a bunch of Riddler riddles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was in the room. He was also in the same room with Riddler mystery. Yeah. And in that deleted scene, the Joker was very good at solving all the Riddler <laughs> mysteries. He was incredible. He talked to him for like five minutes and Joker's like, I solved it all. And I'm like, if you weren't like a crazy serial killer in Arkham, you could be on Jeopardy. You could be like a Ken Jennings. Mm-hmm. Like you're incredibly good at this. 
Um, SVS Guru with a five euro donation. Ooh, the confidence is coming out. I like this. Yeah. Uh, I am sure the MCU version of those films, they are just played by other actors like the Terminator was played by Stallone in Last Action Hero. That is interesting. That's referring to the Sam Jackson thing, how I said it's weird sure. that their friend resembles the guy. Uh, and in the movie uh, Last Action Hero, the Terminator existed in that world, but Sylvester Stallone played the Terminator because sure. um, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the actor in the Last Action Hero. Last Action Hero, sure. Yeah. That's just some mul- more multiverse shenanigans. It is more multiverse shenanigans, yeah. I'm excited. Are you guys, are you guys excited for Doctor Strange? Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I don't. Know, I feel like my excitement waned like after the last two or three multiverse tinged projects for Marvel mm-hmm. because they keep teasing like this bigger situation, but then like they kind of don't go for it. Like they, they they keep telling you like oh it's coming and then it doesn't come. So like I've kind of just not like I've lost all anticipation. So if this ends up being the actual big reveal, which I personally don't think it will be, I think it'll be more teases yeah. or something in the future. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm just not expecting it. If it if it comes, great. But yeah, I'll watch it probably in a week or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm I, like I'm gonna watch it. I'm I, I have tickets for this weekend. Uh, it is Mother's Day weekend, and my oh, wife's also oh, crap. nerds. So <laughs> it's Mother's oh, Day. Crap. <laughs> I don't, oh, so by the way, heads up! It's only Wednesday. Mother's Day is this Sunday. Get yeah. your yeah. Get together, everybody. You still have a solid five days to, you have a to solid also five. forget and then worry Saturday night that you haven't done anything. <laughs> So like we bought tickets uh, just because my wife is also a big nerd. Um, Like I, I love Sam Raimi. I, 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 I'm a ride or die for Sam Raimi. So I'm very excited about his like return to superheroes. Uh, Like he has, uh, he will always have at very least a few very interesting sequences in his movies. Uh That being said, speaking of like weakest MCU movies, Doctor Strange, the Doctor Strange movie to me had one of the biggest gaps in any movie. Like I, I like Doctor Strange, I like Benedict Cumberbatch, I like I like the weird spell casting stuff. I, the ending of Doctor Strange I think is phenomenal. Like, yeah, the Dormammu thing. Yeah, like solving yeah. the problem that doesn't involve just like punching the guy hard. I love that, right? Yeah. But to me it missed out. It had it had a it had the uh the hero gap. Right. Which was why did Doctor Strange want to to be a hero? He if you remember in, in the Doctor Strange movie, he was given a, that choice like, oh, you can take all of your magic and channel it into your hands and have perfect hands. Mm-hmm. Or you can use your man magic to help humanity. Now, to me, he didn't really have a choice because he knew like a death monster was eating the planet. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I have to use my magic to stop. Like, the death even monster. if I have good hands, I'm st- we're all going to die anyway. So death yeah. monster's <laughs> going to eat the planet, right? Like, what am I going to do with these hands? Yeah. So to me, he didn't have that choice. They they were missing like that fundamental scene of him choosing uh, altruism over selfish desires, right? Yeah. And so like him as a character still doesn't quite mesh with me. And like we've now seen him in many other movies. And I don't I don't feel like he has a strong base as far as a hero. Yeah. You know? I thought the 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 scene that really sticks out to me, aside from the Dormammu thing in the first movie, is when he's talking to like the 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 ghost or the spirit of Tilda Swinton's what's her character name like the the Eternaler or the uh, yeah. Sorcerer, the Long Laster, Ancient One, Ancient Ooh, One, that's it. That's it. Um, 
and uh, uh, he's almost like asking her, like, what the what's his purpose in life? What's the meaning of all this? And she says something like, oh, you still don't understand. It's not about you, Um, which is like a neat philosophical thing like Mm -hmm. that is a like get out of your head like this is this is about more than just you you're not the center of the universe Mm -hmm. uh but then they kind of try to make him the center of the universe so it almost seems like they um they they pose a really neat question but don't go anywhere with it yeah 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 and so like i i'm i'm excited for shenanigans i i I enjoy elizabeth olsen's Mm -hmm. portrayal of scarlet witch I'm excited to see where that goes. I like, you know, weirdo cinema. What from what I've heard, I have not seen it yet, but from what I've heard is if we are interested in this movie, what we should actually be watching is Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is like Oh, I watched that. Which the is so good, good version of Doctor Strange. Yeah, which is so good. I, oh, and I yes. haven't got around to it yet because of Elden Ring. Um and so that <laughs> Elden, that's Ring. Right. Elden Ring. <laughs> Elden Ring. I thought you were going to say for Mother's Day, your plan was just to uh, play Elden Ring. And like, you're like, you could you could sit down and watch as, as the mother of my children. You're allowed to watch me play Elden Ring. This is the loathsome dung eater. He's angry. He's in this library just yelling at me. Oh, God. Uh, ignore millennia. She means nothing to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm excited. I, uh, uh, Casey, you just finished uh, editing uh, Darren's video review, yes, which will probably I did. Well, I guess well, I don't know when would be. In theory, it could go up very soon. In actuality, I think Nick's going to need to upload it. And uh, he did <laughs> just ping a thread I'm in saying he landed in Iceland 20 minutes ago. Ooh, nice! That's very exciting. He's no longer at the Philadelphia International Airport, so good for him. Uh, but uh, Darren seemed to really, really enjoy it. Um, so that's good. I don't know if your opinions align with Darren often, then maybe you guys will enjoy Doctor Strange. Sometimes. If not, yeah. just stay home and watch Sonic the Hedgehog 2 now on Paramount Plus. Yay! Sonic. Yeah. My kids loved that. I thought it was nice. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was very nice. Yeah. I liked Knuckles' kind of sexy voice. It was great. Oh. What is happening there? <laughs> I was fidgeting with my flashlight and I accidentally turned it to panic mode. <laughs> <laughs> and made you panic because you literally <laughs> threw it away. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> at least its mode is correct, so it's not a misnomer. Uh, we'll go over the last couple super chats and then uh, wrap up for the morning. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Enjoyer, thank you so much for the five pound donation saying, hey, since it's shit, it was zero. I fucked it up. Ah, uh, damn it, Marty, you were so close. Uh, saying, hey, uh, since they're asking, what are you wearing in the group? Then it's probably sex related in reference to my Gundam thing. Um, yeah, in hindsight, I, I that realized. that was a joke. In hindsight, I realized. No, they were also worked. No, everyone was very nice in that group. It was also like it didn't last a long time. I didn't give my address to anyone. Only one guy showed up at my house. It was fine. Um, Donald Nabity with a $5 donation says, happy uh, United States Mother's Days. Eve, 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 Eve. Yeah. Yeah. And ironically enough, the reason Nick isn't here is because of Eve, 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 Eve. Yay! Bravo. And synergy. That was great. Um, And uh, yeah, honey money. Uh, Don't worry. The uh, videos that were already edited and done are going to be going up normally. So ZP will be going up normally, as is. Um, We'll have post ZP later today. We'll have uh, today we play, or tomorrow we'll have uh, Melgar Solid. Mm-hmm. With Casey and I, yeah. and then yeah. uh, Friday, I think we have we are are you officially confirmed for Friday? 
Who, me? You. The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm good for Friday. Um, Friday, in the normal Gears of War slot, um, Amy's going to be joining us, and we're going to be streaming. Is it just called Attack on Titan 2? It's called Attack on Titan 2. Is it weird that we're not playing Attack on Titan 1? it does have a subtitle. No, there is an Attack on Titan 1. Okay. But that one is the bad one, and this one is supposedly the good one. Mm. Mm. But, you know, anime fans (laughs) and their video games. Yeah, yeah. You can't play Budokai 1 and 2. you got to start with Budokai 3. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they called the the Dragon Ball Z fighting games, Jack. They called them Budokais. Budokais. Yeah. I don't or know. Tenkaichis. Or they call them Tenkaichis, as as one does. I don't know what either of those words mean. They sound made up. And Jack's face, I think he does not want to be a part of Weeb Week whatsoever. <laughs> I I enjoy I, I there's there's so much to enjoy within there. But but there's a whole lot and and y'all's fans, who boy who boy, like you yeah. think video game fans are bad. Yeah. Oh dang. Anime fans. Mm-hmm. That might be yeah, this competition. Anime fans win yeah. in terms of being being worse. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's as a result of all the horniness. There's a lot of pent up. Um, yeah, jizz. Yeah. Horn do- <laughs> I was gonna say horn doggery, and then you just said jizz very quickly. Subversion of expectations. Yeah. <laughs> oh, comedy. Uh, um, no, honey, money. There will not be a today. We play tomorrow. A tomorrow we play. Tomorrow we. A tomorrow we today. Because that would just be like fucking Casey and I playing a game, taking a break, and then coming back to play another and game. Then, yeah, right. another game. Are we doing that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll be coming back Friday and Saturday. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, wrap things up, Jack. Where can uh, first off, thank you so much for for taking time out of your morning, yes. joining for, us. I missed you. Um, where on can, the yeah, side of things. <laughs> There was, a, there was a theory going around that you were dead, and we were like, "We promise you, he's not dead." Like literally, like Casey's on a weekly call with him. <laughs> oh no, you know, I was just taking a little bit of breather. Yeah, I think it's important, especially for those of us who stream so often, where it's like, "Oh, I just had to go live so I could tell more stories." I ran out of stories, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and I you're just, also just like, I want to play Elden Ring. I don't like, want to play like pretend to enjoy other games or be like, like "Look, I found this new indie." You're like, "No, it's only Elden Ring." Like what I what I'd like to do is like play like do something that's just for me. <laughs> like this is a me thing. I'm not going to like I'm probably going to make a video about it or talk about it at, at length as I have so much time put into it. But I'm just playing it for just me, which is a weird mm-hmm. it, it's a weird thing when you're when you're uh, when you monetize your hobbies um, to, yeah. take, to just actually have a hobby. It's nice. Yeah, you need to almost uh, uh, like institute boundaries and and like, you know, set up sort of barriers to be like, all right, this is personal life and this is um, work life. Did you get a play date, by the way? The I, play date, the device, not play date, the um, thing. Oh, my God. Nick is in chat also. Nick, get, well, now Nick, I feel like we got to be professional. What? Yeah. yeah. As soon as you get to Iceland, you just hop on on uh, YouTube. Yeah. Go on? enjoy the Fjords. <laughs> What is a fjord? You keep saying that word. Oh, the fjords? Uh, did you play Death that? Stranding? I have actively have avoid Death Stranding. Frozen. Have you seen Frozen? Yes. Uh, yeah. A fjord is basically like a bay. It's like an inlet. Yeah. It's a water inlet. If, if you remember in, in Frozen, she froze the fjord. The yeah. fjord is frozen, so none of the yeah. boats. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Gotcha. Fjords. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Um, I'm realizing now I don't think I knew what a fjord was. I kept saying it and I was I was expect I in my mind it was like sort of the the craggly looks like the surface of another planet thing. You know how like Death Stranding they did all that telegeometry of maybe it wasn't Iceland, maybe it was like Greenland or something. You, what know, you're talking about is the tundra. Not the tundra. It's not frozen, but like it's like craggly. Um it, it like, looks like almost like, like ashy, like a vault, like a volcano, like the like a, area. Oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can picture what you're saying, but isn't Iceland like super green? Like that's like yeah, and Greenland's really icy. They're yeah. like uh, they're doing a Yankee swap there. <laughs> they're yeah. doing a Yankee candle. It's they're doing a Yankee candle. It's the best selling, second best selling store in the mall. <laughs> Number one is Sbarro's Pizza. Um, so wait, sorry, uh, Playdate. Playdate. I am pre-ordered for a Playdate. Uh, mm. I'm on the list. I much like my Steam Deck. Uh, I thought that I was one of the first, but I am way down. My Steam Deck should be coming in the summer because I'm mm. like, dude, I was in like Q2 or whatever. Yeah. Um, mm. I'm, I'm, uh, but a play date also. I have like my pre order has been there forever. I just got an email update saying, hey, we're, st- we're still making them. We promise. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, those are, uh, the, the Steam Decks, like, People people have like pre-ordered right away and then like, all right, we'll see a Q1 2023. And I'm like, oh, that's so long. I'd feel oh, bad like, for them. Yeah. I pre-ordered the like 20 minutes after orders opened and I'm still in the, like the second, maybe third queue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone wants a steam dick. Everyone wants that dick. They love the dick. Yeah, they're big dick, dick boys. Yeah. Um, I got I got my uh, not my Steam Deck. I got my Playdate. Um, I haven't okay. got the futz around with it though. It is currently charging okay. behind me. It I really was, like the crank. It's got like good. It's got good crank energy. Yeah. So, so yeah. That, that crank is a like a controller thing. Or yeah. Is that so like, power here, it. Let me pull it. Yeah. Get go get it. it. It's a it's a handheld. It's a handheld gaming device, but it's only two bit. It's only black or white. <laughs> Fucked everything up. Okay. <laughs> So it's like the beginning of an infomercial where like someone opens their like cabinet and like all their Tupperware falls on them. Uh, is this <laughs> so it's in black and white for no reason? Yeah. So it looks like this. And so it has a very minimal um, control input. So just a D pad, like an A and B button. But almost every game has some sort of controls with this crank. So it's like a fish and it doesn't power it. It's just powered by USB-C or whatever. Um, but the crank. So imagine like a fishing mini game where you're, you know, you, you, you cast it and then you're, you got your crank on uh but the crank feels really good there's kind of some like haptic feedbacks yeah. um, i haven't i haven't fought say, a lot, though. say crank again uh which which <laughs> my favorite jason statham franchise is crank as it should <laughs> be yeah crank one and crank also let's see crank also high voltage <laughs> crank also high voltage yeah who yeah. the directors of that went on to direct uh ghost rider to the the ghost the ghostening i don't know what the second ghost rider was named Spirit uh, of Vengeance. Hell on Wheels is the second. Spirit ghost. of Wheels? Is that what you said? Spirit of uh, Ghost Rider 2, The Wheels Go Round. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Right. Uh, if you remember, the only good sequence in Ghost Rider 2, The Spirit of Vengeance, was when they just did Crank again, which was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when Ghost Rider was like, oh, I need to keep my heart rate up, even though my heart. head's on fire. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. Nicholas Cage impression was better than my Yahtzee impression. Uh and Andrew Hickabottom, thank you so much for the donation saying Marty failing at Fjord Splaining. I did fail at Fjord Splaining. Also Billy Wilbo saying Harrison Fjord is very funny. That's very funny. Um A plus. Uh so what do you sorry. What do you do when you're in uh Iceland and want to take a midday break? 
Well, you go on a Fjord Fiesta. Yeah. That's my favorite car. That's my favorite compact car, a Fjord Fiesta. <laughs> <laughs> Casey's so honest. Nah. <laughs> no, like that was a terrible, terrible joke. But how how hard Jack laughed at it mm-hmm. is what is <laughs> what is very funny. The thing to is, me. Jack has spent so much time in Elden Ring, which is just a humorless <laughs> world, aside from like Turtle Pope and, and Patches will randomly like kick you in the ass and like knock you down a cliffside. That uh, any joke, oh, even man. bad ones, he enjoys. <laughs> uh, sorry, Jack. I feel like we were doing an outro at some point. Were we? Um, I don't know. I brought in props like like mm. you in high school trying to get people to like you <laughs> oh <laughs> circle. honestly no that play date looks mm-hmm. like i don't i can't imagine that it's going to have uh like it's not going to be like your everyday gaming device that play date not like you know like yeah. your steam deck i feel like someone can carry with them and that's something you can just pop pop open play a quick game get it back in your backpack but your the play date is such an interesting experiment yeah. where a little open source like anyone can make a two-bit game like mm-hmm. how can we work within these very tight confines to make interesting art so that's yeah that's the arty farty steam deck yeah it's- and they're like they're releasing games in almost like seasons and they're getting a bunch of like neat indie devs to do these mm-hmm. like really small and it's like monochromatic and everything so these small sort of experiential things so um yeah i don't know i think it's neat to yeah. quote marge simpson neat. from the hit show the simpsons uh-huh. I, I think just it's neat. Um, so Jack, sorry, where can, where can folks find you? Where can folks check out Adventures Night? Do you have other things you would like folks to check out? Uh, uh, you so obviously like you just you come here to the youtube channel i'm here every once in a while uh adventures nine a new season uh this saturday in just a few days uh everybody is going to be able to see episode one of season two of adventures nine it is something i have been enjoying making so much it it, it revitalizes me uh, i'm going to come back to streaming sooner or later regularly but i mean right now it'll just be elden ring so maybe not everyone wants to see yeah. that uh, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Harlack. You can uh, go to go to redlettermedia.com and see me talk about bad movies and or uh, learn how to read with Jack Quaid. And uh, if you're ever in Milwaukee, a Friday or Saturday, you come on down to Comedy Sports. I'm usually there in some capacity performing and or uh, making making music, so playing music, not with a keyboard, but with a mouse and click on mm-hmm. it. Um. Also, Jack, uh, Nick, if you're still in chat, is episode two of Adventures Night going up on Saturday for early access members? We, we were we tried to figure that out earlier. Like, can early access members for the entire season will they be getting the episodes a week early? That's yeah. So like on Saturday, everyone gets episode one. Everyone gets episode one. But do members get episode, episode two? two. Yeah, that's we said it with confidence earlier and then realized we weren't actually. Yeah. Do new do new episodes drop every two weeks or every week? Yeah. I feel like all the people we could have asked were are currently fjording. So, yeah, um, Nick, we need your help. Nick, we literally cannot do this without you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we could we could just lie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Poorly is, I guess, what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Um Oh, yeah, maybe it is biweekly, says Lord Ruffo. I don't know. Who knows? There's no whatever. Casey, where can folks find you? What should folks check out? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, like the uh, tag below says, Sigma Gears 9. Mm-hmm. Also, I stream on Twitch. 
Uh, I'll probably be streaming shortly after this. Uh, I'll be doing a a fun themed smash thing. Uh, I'm going to call it the smash diet and I'll tell you the details on that stream. So uh, check that out when I go live. Um, outside of that, uh, I just had a review go up on the site, Loot River. So, uh, check that out. And um, like Marty mentioned, Darren's uh, Doctor Strange review will be out soon. I edited that for him. Mm -hmm. So check it out because uh, Darren is amazing whenever he puts any of his thoughts down on paper or video. Mm -hmm. So just listen to everything Darren does. Yeah. Um, um, and outside of that, uh, I don't know. I'll be streaming with Marty on Thursday and a uh, special stream on Friday and yeah. game night Saturday. That's a lot of streams. Yeah. See, that's why we can't do today. We play. That's too much. That's too many. <laughs> like at a, at a certain point, you, it, it hits that Chris Pratt level where everyone was like, "Oh, this Chris Pratt is nice," and then it's like, "There's too much Chris Pratt. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta leave him wanting more." Yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, yeah, you can you can find me at McBiggity. I think my name's below. Uh, I stream on uh, Twitch as well. I'm, I'm I'm like midway through Ocarina of Time. My my Link has grown up into an adult. He looks like Leonardo DiCaprio in the hit Baz Luhrmann film Romeo and Juliet. So that's who that's who Miyamoto modeled him after. That was a fun fact. Is that true? Really? Yeah, that is a fun fact. Um, oh, fun fact. Yeah. By the way, have yeah. you seen the trailer for Baz Luhrmann's Elvis? By Elvis, he looks fucking nuts. I what is going on? have never seen something that I think I will hate but want to watch. So yeah. much. it's so perfect. Like. It makes you feel like a horny teenage girl just watching yeah. that trailer. And yeah. like, I don't know what that feeling is like, but I feel like that's what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That, I don't know if that's sexist or not. But yeah. like, I felt like a horny girl for Elvis watching that trailer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When he, like, when he gyrates and it, right? it, it, it causes feelings to bubble up. You know? And just everything is like so like pretty and saccharine and like... Ooh, ooh, babe. I'm like, I'm yeah. very, very I like I don't yeah. necessarily care about Elvis or Baz Luhrmann, but uh, that is a movie that I'm genuinely excited about. I, I would have pegged you for a Baz head for a, for a yeah. classic for Baz body. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I appreciate a, a director uh, with a signature, you know, Baz mm -hmm. has a style. Uh, I'm just not always in tuned with it. But I think here it's a it's a perfect collaboration. Yeah. And Tom Hanks is like wearing a fat suit or something. That was that was weird. I'm not sure what was going on in that trailer, but he in my, doing you know, voice. he's having fun. Yeah, yeah, he's doing his good sex voice, so um, everything's fine. Uh, Nick has no, an answer to our question, so Nick is apparently just enjoying Iceland and not yeah. uh, answering Nick our, our great questions. Hard bullshit. Yeah, I don't. I don't play. Threw his phone into the fjord. Yeah, <laughs> he cast it out <laughs> into the sea. Um, so yeah, thank you guys, uh, everyone, everyone in the chat for, for joining us, uh, for no, Tom Hanks is not Elvis. Tom Hanks plays like Elvis's manager to <laughs> clarify. Uh, uh, Elvis is played by a, uh, a young actor. I don't know his name, but he played the main, um, the main Mansonite in, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, like the one who's like at the end, I think Brad Pitt kills him or whatever. He says, I'm the devil and I'm here to do the devil's work. That's the only sure. thing I've ever noticed him from. Yeah. It, it, um, a very very pretty young man plays Elvis. He's very pretty. Yeah, he is. Very, he's got he's got striking eyes. Just just ridiculously pretty. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. My my Gundam group would have ate him alive. <laughs> they would have they, they feasted on the meat from his bones. <laughs> um, Austin Butler, thank you so much, Honey Money. 
Um, on that extremely strange note, um, I apologize to everyone. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Jack. Uh, especially you, Jack. Thank you so much for taking time out of your morning. Uh, Casey, as always. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. No, Jumbly, he didn't play Manson. He played the main Manson knight. He played the, the Manson didn't do the killings. Manson was just Manson was like, uh, uh, he was like, uh, Phil Jackson, the coach of the, uh, uh, iconic 90s bulls team he, he did not Manson play was like phil jackson yeah he was he's got Just six take rings that clip yeah put it put it on the internet he's got six rings he's all he's an all-timer um like not a in a good way but like he's he's an all-timer <laughs> right should we have ended like 10 I, minutes ago probably yeah okay. i think yeah we're i feel past like past the point where this podcast should have stopped yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, again, thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you everyone in chat. Thank you so much for the donations and super chats and everything. Uh, uh, be sure to check out Adventures Night this weekend. And then uh, we'll be back, the collective we, because I don't know if any of us individually will be back uh, at 3 p.m. at the normal post CP time for Yahtzee playing Teardown. That's uh, a yeah, game about Jesse. Yeah. It's going to be Jesse? Yeah. There's a perfect. That's great. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much. You're all lovely. What was that? Were you goat seeing? I was I was Yahtzee Jesse tearing down. Mm, that looked like a that looked like a goatsy. Yeah, nope, nope. I don't know what a goatsy is, but also there's no way in hell. Wait a minute. Can we talk down. about the fact that Casey doesn't know what a goatsy is? I don't know what a goatsy is. So now we thank you. What's a goatsy? Uh, chat. Before we leave, you got to know what a goatsy is. Right? <laughs> we, this podcast will never. End. Yeah, do not look it up. Okay, everyone knows. Wait, uh, wait, sorry. no. What? Don't do look at, do not, no, seriously, don't Google. Don't, don't Google. Or okay. Google, or like, yeah, it's uh, goat S-E, but don't Google. No, say, the, the last time they made me Google something that I had no idea what it was. Yep. I'm telling I you, regretted I'm it. telling you not to. <laughs> I, I won't, I won't do it. <laughs> but, so that's it. That's it, that's it. Also, Casey, you had the ability to stop the stream whenever you want. I know, but I'm waiting for you to give me like a, a by closing point. Like we're. We're done now. All right, I'm going to close That's the podcast. Happen. We're never going to do that. We're going to keep talking until you hit the button. <laughs> <laughs>